This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Cast Source Podcast Network, a podcast network built with and for entrepreneurs. We cover many genres, including sports, business, mental health, marketing, and entertainment. Featuring podcasts such as Sports Bring People Together, Limitless, Saviors of the Metaverse, and The Athletic Mindset. Learn more at castsource.com slash podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get into the Buffalonian Podcast. Bills are on the bye. We are the Buffalonian Podcast, and we're bringing you betting on the Bills Extreme NFL Edition. Sands the Buffalo Bills. You will not find them anywhere in this podcast, unfortunately. Extremely unfortunate, Dom. What do you think? I, I think it's tough, but in 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 Bills news, we will, we'll we'll put one Bills news. Uh, Josh Allen was back to back AFC Offensive Player of the Week, so didn't well, have a doubt in my mind. Clap to him. Ninth uh, time he's been given that honor, and he's now only one behind Jim Kelly for it to tie it the most in team history. So. Look at that. And he's got a whole career ahead of him to do yeah. it. So I <laughs> and, think... <laughs> and, and to make it better, he's 26. So. Exactly, yeah. And uh, you now, you know what? With the bye actually comes a good thing. It gives someone else a chance to win it, you know, instead of him. So I know. <laughs> you can't three-peat. That's a tough look. I know. That's that's tough. But would it be a three-peat if he won it the week back after the bye? No. It's kind of like when Jack Leichel had his point streak, and he, he missed a game because of injury. Technically, his point streak snapped because oh, he was injured. He missed a game. That is tough. Wow. That, that's a shame. He'll have to I do mean, it. I mean, it couldn't have happened to a better human being than Jack Leichel. So right. Like. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. No, I'd rather not see him on any point streak board or like records or anything like that nah, for the get, Sabres. They showed his graphic on the TV the other night, and I couldn't believe it. It was ridiculous. But... We're on an NFL podcast, enough with the Sabres for this, so let's get right into it. Let's recap the picks from last week. It was a little bit of a heated episode last week, you know, between you and I. No Mike again today, just sorry, didn't didn't throw that out there right away. Just Dom and I giving the picks for you this week. Uh, Dom? Not a great week for anyone, to be honest. I no. mean, you went 9-5, top of the week. I went 7-7, seven seven. Mike went 6-8, so right. now you have 59 total wins, which is two more than me, and Mike is now 46 and. 47-46, so he's only a game up above 500 now. But I'm on Everest and no one can stop me. I look down to the snowy tundra and no one, except you kind of trailing behind a little bit. But Mike, Mike's, Mike's, <laughs> Mike's over over 10, 10 wins away. 10 kilometers yeah, away. Yeah, he's he's far down down the mountain. But, I mean, you know, it, it's it's been a kind of up-and-down season in general, I think, so far with these picks. Like, you know, I think we've done fairly well. I mean, for us to have the win totals that we have, I think is pretty impressive. Well, yeah. I mean, you and I hung around identical numbers for but look weeks. At, I mean, like, if you look at other, you know, podcasts that pick every single game, I think, you know, 59 and 34 is a pretty darn good mark. So. Yeah. And I know we don't, we don't mention all of the other games on the podcast because, let's just face it, who wants to sit around and hear us go through 30, 32 teams? Now... The bye weeks, I know we take a couple of those out, but that's just a lot. So you could find those on our social medias. I post those weekly along with the game picks on our Twitter and uh, Instagram and Facebook. You can find it anywhere. So that's where you want to look for those. But yeah, I mean, I know you and I talked last week heavily about the the Ravens Giants. I mean, who saw that going that way? I mean, well, we did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, but I mean, it was I, just. I think every week you have to take a dark horse. 
I think well, I mean, I think every week you have to look back at your picks and under look through game by game and what did you get wrong and what did you get right. Yeah, especially this guy. He picked the Chiefs last week. And <laughs> but but sometimes you get you know you look back at your picks and you go honestly, I wasn't that far off. Like the, I picked the Chiefs to win. They were winning by three points of the two in the morning. Right. They had the ball of six minutes to go up up three. I had the. Eagles winning, but the Cowboys to cover, and the Cowboys were covering and losing in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that Giants game. I the Ravens had the lead, the ten point lead in the fourth quarter. Like mm-hmm. I was on the right. But Danny I, Dimes. And so I think at the end of the day, a win's a win, and the loss a loss. But exactly, you, you funny have, that's your last name. But, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but you had to look at your. You have to look at your your thought process. Um, and again, like I had the Jets covering, which is correct, but the Packers winning, which is kind of brutal, but. Then the only, yeah, big, big, brutal. The only game I was really never in was the Chargers game. I had them winning and covering. I mean, they won, but I can't believe Broncos country almost did it. It was five point spread, and they. I mean, the, I think the I think they were only up by three at one point, and then they obviously won by three. I don't really know if they even led in regulation. So that was the only game that was like looking back at was probably not the best. Do you think it's pick. because of Herbert's rib injury still that he's kind of meh, or is he? Like I what don't know. is it's it Brandon Staley's coaching? Great at this question. Point. I think it's Jill Lombardi, the offensive coordinator. You think? He doesn't throw the ball downfield. And uh, some of it's Herbert. I think it was the third down in overtime where or it might have been second down where he had like a out route to Jared Everett. Yeah. And he just didn't throw the ball. No. And he was open. Yeah. Actually, it might have been the second down because then they didn't get on third down. They waited to call timeout for two seconds and did like a 60-yard Hail Mary that didn't didn't go down. So it was, you know, Herbert's been kind of inconsistent. And uh, then Russell, Russell Wilson. I, I will say this. I hit that r- nail right on the head last You season. did, yeah. I, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back there. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, uh, no. Uh, you and Mike both had Russell Wilson in your top five AC quarterbacks. I said he's not even in my top five. I would take Lamar over him. I even argued that Derek Carr could be over him. And right now, he is. honestly, honestly, I was wrong. Like, I was wrong still. I'd take a lot, I'd take a lot more of the AC quarterbacks over him. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. No, I would, e- I would even toss uh, Trevor Lawrence over him at this point. Yeah, I mean, that was, that's a tough side. Then the rest of the games... Ah, the what do you what do, sorry? What do you think about all this stuff Richard Sherman and uh, Marshawn Lynch said about Russell? He had to get he had to He'll call through. his agent to get in contact with him or whatever. I think that's I mean shows you what kind of person Russell Wilson is. Kyle Brandt might have been right on the poser comment, you know. I've I mean that personality, quote unquote, that he has. Like he's one of those guys that seems a little bit too full of himself. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess a little like in the NFL, quarterback wise, you, you, you have get, to have a little bit of something like an ego to think you are the best of the best. Sure. But to have that belief, perf- what yeah. you say? To have like that belief in yourself. Oh yeah, you have to believe you can do it. But when you're just no, you think you know, and then you're playing like Russell Wilson, it's kind of a tough look for you. I'm just glad our guy, you know, has that belief in himself, but he carries himself. Well, I will nice say guy. that he he is the most humble. Superstar quarterback in the NFL, I would say. Yeah, I would say that. Because even like Mahomes is up there. I think Mahomes is all right. Him and Mahomes, I I would consider both to be pretty humble. They're pretty humble. Mahomes does that little smirky stuff though. That Allen, I mean, sometimes will do, but Mahomes does a lot more like the point in the finger. Like even though it's like being reviewed or whatever, you know that kind of a thing. A little little cocky for my liking, but I mean that's also just 
Yeah, at least not Ra- Ryan Tannehill who jumps up in the air after he scores a touchdown, does like the finger roll with the football. Yeah, he's done a, he's done that a lot this done, season, hasn't he? Yeah, he sure <laughs> has, sure has. And then you know, other games this week. You know, I think we both picked the Jags. That was a tough loss because they were winning yeah. late. Kind of, and got... it's against the Colts. So that stat, you know, they're they're normally pretty good against the Colts. In well, they shut out the Colts, and JT was you know just Jonathan Taylor wasn't even playing. So, I mean, I can't believe that the Jags won that game. But the Jags, the Jags will Jags, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Doug Peterson is the first year coach there. He's still dealing with the Urban Meyer fiasco. So the Bucks game that was a brutal. Yeah. You know why though? You know why the Steelers really won? Because Trubisky came in and they actually let him roll out of the pocket yeah, and call that, audibles. They that, let him play. That was a weird for such an elite pass defense in Tampa to let Mitch Trubisky complete four third and longs against you was pretty brutal. And I picked the Cardinals. Looking back at it, I just need to stop it in the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> their first it's it's an interesting stat. In the first half of games they ranked thirty second in total EPA, which is expected points added, which is Good, which is bad. Excuse me. You want to be yeah. first in that category. They're first in the second half. So that tells me that their script, like usually, you know, every week a team scripts like the first 10 to 15 plays and then they just go off game feel or whatever. Right. Their script is the entire first their, half. Their script is terrible because in the first half, none of those plays are working. So yeah. that, that just, that was a brutal pick. But, you know, we're hoping for a bounce back and uh, we'll be making our selections right after this. This is. The Buffalonian Podcast. This edition of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Cast Source Podcast Network, a podcast network built with and for entrepreneurs, featuring shows such as Sports Bring People Together. Listen to entrepreneurial conversations with those in sports, could be players, agents, and so on. And who knows where the conversation will take you, but sports got us together in the first place. Find this show wherever you listen to podcasts or simply visit sportseplus.com. And now let's get back to the show. And we are back with the Buffalo Indian Podcast. Obviously, a little bit of a shorter pod. Obviously, the Bills on the Bye. Unfortunately, just, yeah. Bills I mean, we're sitting the, here trying to figure out how to draw this out right now. You know, a little bit. Keep it. I moving. Mean, we talked about Jack Eichel in the first part. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think we're doing all right. So we're probably only going to get you about twenty to thirty minutes of content. But hey, you know, that's a, that's a drive somewhere. So yeah, happy to do it. Uh, it's so, your morning commute to work. So. It's also we we have a special week this week with the Bills on the bye. Is that we are still coming at you with six game picks. Yes, none so. of them will be the Bills. Though, so we have an extra game pick in this category. That's why this is the extreme NFL edition <laughs> of betting on the Bills. So, and obviously, I got to be honest, the the slate this week also isn't as good. No, uh, the Bills are on bye. The Eagles are on bye. The Rams are on bye. I'm blank. Oh, the are the Viking the Vikings are on bye. They are. I think yeah. so. Three so three teams that are five and one and better, and the Rams. Yeah, brutal week of fantasy football owners, by the way, too. Oh yeah, no fantasy. Fo- I have Allen and Davis on all of my teams except for one, and it's just it's not it's not good. You're just gonna have to wave the white flag. I I, I oh, sorry, it's gotten so bad in our league. I had a uh, I had Russell Wilson as my quarterback. I'm sorry, Geno Smith over him. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know what I think happens in Denver. I think they make a call for this young, you know, up and coming quarterback named Drew Locke that they haven't had a chance to get to know yet. So, I, th- I think that's what ends up happening in Denver. <laughs> Dom's Dom's choking, choking on his drink over there. <laughs> oh my gosh, you good? You good? Yeah. All right, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. All right, wait. <laughs> 
You know what? You know what? We'll be right back. After <laughs> we gotta we gotta take a second. We'll be back after this. <laughs> And we're back after a little bit of a, the laugh got the the soft drink back to the throat and then you couldn't just stop, could you? Listen, thinking that it's possibly an upgrade for the Broncos to trade for Drew Locke and, you know, (laughs) having a sip of of a drink going down the wrong throat, near the wrong pipe, uh, definitely will do it to you. But we are back, obviously, as Joe said. Um, listen, whoever said, you know, we said this was going to be a shorter, uh, episode of the Buffalo Wing Podcast, but I'll tell you right now, it's pretty entertaining, so. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's not the size of the wave, it's the motion of the ocean, man, so. Could be, could be, you know, we're, we're, we're looking good right now, we're sitting at, I, I, around 11 and a half minutes, and we haven't even started, we haven't even picked a game yet, look at that, we're cooking. So what do you say we move into hopefully, our first Hopefully game? not Russell Wilson, though. No. No, we're not, we don't want to click him. No. So the burn si- down the stadium. So the sixth game, <laughs> the sixth game slate that we picked from, we didn't do Thursday night. It's interesting. We didn't pick the Thursday night game, uh, which I'm blanking on who that is. I'm gonna look that up real quick. But the Monday um, night game I know is Patriots Bears. Cardinal Saints. Cardinal Saints. I, I knew it was. I can remember the Saints might not have their quarterbacks. So we didn't do the Thursday night game. We didn't do the Monday night game. And obviously there's four teams on by, so that equates to two games. So. The six games that we're picking from are all on Sunday. So six to twelve Sunday slate, we got you covered with our in-depth analysis. Even the prime time, you, you, all the way to Sunday night, one one to eight, we we're out here. But uh, so the six game slate that we did pick from, we're gonna make picks from are the Kansas City Chiefs at the San Francisco 49ers, the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans, the Detroit Lions at the Dallas Cowboys, the Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. The New York Giants at the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Miami Dolphins. So, not as grave a slate. Actually, it's interesting looking at it that we've only picked one game where there's a road favorite. All the other five home teams are favored. So, definitely going to be interesting. Joe, I'll let you pick uh, what's the first overall selection here. All right. Well, I am going to. We're starting with Chiefs Niners, right? I mean, you could pick which of the six games you want. You know what? I'm going to take Chiefs Niners to start. And no, pick him from the top. Not, didn't pick his G-man. No, 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 I did not right now. But uh, that will be coming soon. But <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Chiefs on this one. Super Bowl, 2020 Super Bowl. What number was that? 54. Yeah, I think so. Super Bowl 54 rematch, where the Chiefs won that game. Um, they need to, honestly, like. I, this should go the Chiefs' way. Like looking at this, what do you think? I mean, well, the Chiefs are so the, the Chiefs are three point road favorites, and bouncing th- back after a devastating loss to Buffalo in Arrowhead. <laughs> so they definitely this is definitely a game where the Chiefs should win. The Niners, who are a very good defensive team, one of the best defensive teams in the league, have mm-hmm. a bunch of starters that are banged up. One of the reasons why they lost to Atlanta, and then obviously Jimmy G's left a lot to be desired. He's always has. Um, the thing that would concern me if I would be picking the Chiefs back in the Chiefs would be the Niners do have with Shanahan a very good ground game. and Right, with uh, Jeff Wilson and Elijah Mitchell still out, correct? Elijah Mitchell still out, but I mean, they still find ways to produce rush yards. And obviously you saw what the Bills were able to do to Kansas City's run defense. Also, yeah. Kansas City you know, has had a very hard time stopping the number one wide receiver. 
option on teams. You know, that was a big stat going into the Bills game. Obviously, Diggs had 10 for 148 in a touchdown, so that those numbers even got worse. Uh, so Debo uh, could be in line for a big game. Yeah. But for me, if Fenton, the Chiefs corner, comes back, if McDuffie can come back, another Chiefs corner, those corners can come back for Kansas City. Obviously, you know, the Niners, their strong suit is defense, but they're a little banged up. And I think the Chiefs will take advantage of that banged up defense and put up some numbers. And I think the Chiefs will win in cover. I think they'll win. I would. I think it's going to be close to a one-score game, maybe you know a double-digit game, and then the Niners make it like a four-point Chiefs win late, so they score a late touchdown. But I think it'll be a competitive game in the first half, but in the second half, I see the Chiefs pulling away to get to five and two. Well. I, I agree with you this week. I'm, uh, I'm going with you on that. So, so. I'll, my, the second game, I'll, I'll pick the Giants game. Okay. You know, I won't like. I won't. You have the Thunder picking them. So, the Giants are three point. I should say the Jacksonville Jaguars are three point home favorites, and uh, they're only favorites because they're home. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and you know that after Jacksonville goes to 2 and 1 they absolutely dominate Herbert in Los Angeles I, I mean I jumped on the bandwagon I I thought this is the best team in the AFC South yada 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 and now 3 weeks later they are 2 and 4 and have really played poor football yeah incredibly poor football uh they were up 14 nothing on the Eagles and then I blew that blew that game they lose at home to Houston which is just a terrible loss but they don't even score a touchdown. And they really also blow to a very injured and banged up coasting. They let they let Matt Ryan um <laughs> throw for nearly four hundred yards and three touchdowns. And I got I got you know I got the G man. I didn't pick them last week. I'll pick them this week. I think Barkley will have a good game. I think this will probably be Dan- Danny Dimes concerns me a little bit because he's only had let in his like Last couple of games, he's only had one game where he saw him for 200 yards. But yeah. you saw what Michael Pittman was able to do. He had a big day with those crossing routes. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville had a ton of pounds with those. So I'll see, you know, Dave will watch his film. I'm, I'm sure of it. And uh, he'll see that. He'll take advantage of those crossing routes that Jacksonville was struggling with. I think Barkley will have a good game. I also think the Giants will be able to, you know, get a couple of those Trevor Lawrence turnovers. And yeah. as long as Daniel Jones plays solid football and doesn't turn the ball over and the Giants continue to be gritty, uh, I think they'll – I mean, listen, I don't think there's any reason to take the Jags. The Jags are playing bad football. Right. You, you take the Giants. Also, if when you take the Giants, you get the points. So even if they lose by, like, two, you still win your bet. So You're you're absolutely right, Slam Tom, dunk, man. And I am hopping – oh, I'm staying on the wagon. I, I, I took <laughs> you're not hopping week. off. I'm not hopping off. I'm staying on. And I – I'm taking the Giants. There's no question to me about it. Daniel Jones has had solid performances, nothing good, nothing spectacular. But, but hasn't been turning the ball over. Nope, and he's not been the Daniel Jones we've seen in the past. Even with an injured foot, ankle, whatever it was, he still was rushing a little bit. So the versatile quarterback position for them. I mean, it's then you got Saquon Barkley on the ground, and it just makes it, it for me against a Jaguars defense that struggled against Matt Ryan, letting him put up yardage that Allen put up and Mahomes put up, like that he hasn't characteristically Yeah, he done. had one of the better, he had like, you can make an argument that he had the best quarterback performance of the week. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, 
that to me is fraudulence and at its <laughs> finest. So I, I would I would definitely I'm taking the Giants. I think they'll smack the Jags hundred percent. And All right, two down, four to go. Two down, four to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you know what? We're talking about the Colts, so let's go Colts Titans. The Titans are two and a half point favorites at home. At home. So they're not even giving them the full three point favorites at home. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's that's a little interesting there, huh? I would say interesting. Yeah, but I don't. This is tough because you want to go off of the cold performance last week, but I just said everything discounting it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's watch. just like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to do here. I mean, I think Derrick Henry, after they played us, has been somewhat back to form. I think he has been back to form, and I, I think I, I mean, I don't like picking the favorites. I mean, you never picked the favorites, but you picked the Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs because the Niners, let's just face it. I mean, the Chiefs are looking to bounce back after the Bills lost last week. They're going to have to if they want to stay, you know, in that higher end of the playoff picture for sure. And because the Jets, let's just face it, the Jets are four and two, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And the Chiefs are four and two. Yes. Like, what are we doing here? Like, that to me is still absolutely crazy. Like, I, I, I can't get over it, but still. I'm going to take the Titans because Derrick Henry has been back to form, and I want to see Ryan Tannehill do one of those little flippy things you were talking about with his fingers after he scores a touchdown. I, I, I'd love to pick the Colts, the underdogs, Matt Ryan, but I, I can't get, I cannot give my full confidence that that will repeat because I had him as a fantasy backup and he scored five points the week before, so it's just it's not consistent enough to to really go off of at this point. Yeah, I don't think one good performance outweighs the other majority poor performances. Yeah. And if you look at it, the Titans coming off a bye, so they'll be well-rested. Derrick Henry, you know, as as we talked about after a little bit of a slow start, back to form. Travis Etienne, the running back for Jacksonville, had over 100 yards uh, against this Colts defense. Mm-hmm. Don't Jonathan Taylor's still a little bit banged up. We don't know if he'll play, so... And Mike Vrabel is very uh, coming off a bye, and Tennessee has really kind of owned Indianapolis over the last couple of years. Yeah, and, and their, it's also, their team really hasn't changed too much. They lost some receiving, uh, but that's really it. No, and then obviously they're in this game isn't in Indianapolis; it's in Tennessee, and it was a close game uh, last time they played. I believe it was twenty four seventeen in Indianapolis in favor of the Titans. So I'll I, I will pick the Titans. I think this is going to be. Inc- I think this is a field goal game. So. The two and a half points does it for me. Yeah. Uh, I think if it would have got to three, I think it's actually an interesting way to go, or three and a half. I think you might want to bet the Colts, but this is a rival. It's a rivalry game. I just it's, it's for the lead, you know, for the lead in the AFC South because technically the Colts are only a half game back because they're three, two and one, and Tennessee is three and two. Uh, so again, but Tennessee coming off a bye. Mike Fabrell, very solid, coming off a bye. He gets you know very good coach, gets his team prepared, has owned Frank Ray in the past. Derrick Henry being playing better at the current moment than Jonathan Taylor is because Jonathan Taylor's health. I just don't trust Matt Ryan uh, really at all. No. he's the. I mean, I don't know how you can after he lost a Super Bowl when he was up 28-3. to That, to me, has been the, the big thing, you know? Yeah, I, I'm. <laughs> since then, since then, has he done anything remarkable? He was the MVP that season, but uh, no. has he? He's done nothing remarkable since then. He's been just been average, a little bit above average. So I got the Titans uh, taking that one. So then mm, we have three games left, halfway done. I'll take the Lions, Cowboys, mm. Cowboys seven point 
uh, home favorites. Dak's return, right? He said he's going to play. So I guess we'll just kind of take it. And week. I think Cooper Rush, I mean, I, I was vouching last week for him, but I mean, he looked like a backup quarterback out there uh, Sunday night. So I, I will take the Lions. I was going Let's to go. as well. I think Dan Campbell, Jared. Go- Let's just talk, though. Jared well, Goff well, is. I'll, also this. I'll take the Cowboys to win. But I think the I think the Lions are gonna cover. I don't. I think seven's too much, especially because the last time we saw Dak Prescott play football was Week One. One, he's gonna have rust. Two, we d- I really don't have any idea about the thumb. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, how, like how, the extent. So you're taking the Cowboys <clears throat> outright. No, I'm taking the Cowboys to win, but I'm taking the the Lions to cover. There's a difference. Okay, like, so you're just t- so you're, like, the Cowboys are your winning team. Is like that that Giants pick. Mm-hmm. I think the Giants are probably going to outright win that game. Yeah. But if we're picking games, I would probably still pick the Cowboys. But the Lions have an explosive offense. I know they got shut out before the bye against the Patriots. But I think there's a huge difference between a, a Bill Belichick uh, team and a Mike McCarthy team. <laughs> uh, I don't think that be Big said. Mike on the, on the sideline. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but I, I hate that guy. I think it was good for them to get that rest, to get Swift and Amaran St. Brown healthy. And I think their offense is going to be explosive. Obviously, Dallas has a good defense as well. So I think that'll be exciting to see. And then I just think Dak is going to be a little rusty, a little consistent. I the reason why I would say the Cowboys would eventually win the game is because the Lions' defense is just so god awful. I feel like the Cowboys could potentially just say no more passing and just run the ball down their throats. So if right. Pollard, Zeke, Zeke and Pollard, yeah. and even if Cooper Rush plays, I don't. I mean, I don't trust Cooper Rush either, but. I, I think touchdown is too much just given that I think the Lions have an explosive offense and we, the uncertainty of the quarterback position for Dallas. I don't – the seven-point spread is too much, but I think Dallas ends up winning by, by, by four or three. Okay. No, that's that, that's a good pick. I'm going to take the Lions outright. I, I, I like um, Jared Goff. You look at – he's played do, do in two you, of wait, the wait, highest wait, scoring – I have a question. Do you think Denver should trade for Jared Goff? You know what? Denver should make a move for Bailey Zappi if he doesn't stay New England starter. That's what I think. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. But, I mean... Well, we won't get to that. Well, we're, we're, we're actually not getting to that. We did England. not pick the Patriots as, <laughs> a, as a game this week. But, anyway, I, I like Jared Goff a lot. I, I think he's always touted as this systems quarterback, can't do anything when it really matters. I think he's played in the two highest-scoring games of all time, hasn't he? Okay, congratulations. <laughs> like, but the offense, I think, is what's going to win this game. I, I think, you know, defensively, you're right. They're not as strong. They're terrible. Yes. They're arguably the worst men. I think they are the worst men of all, I think this is going to be an offensive game. They're going to have to stay right there with the Cowboys offensively the whole time score-wise, and then um, their defense might have to, you know, come down to it. But I'm, I'm going to take the gamble on that, that maybe a freak <clears> play <throat> happens or something. But I'm taking the, the Lions to win outright just based off of the Lions offense versus the questionable quarterback over in uh, Dallas. And I also despise Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy. So that kind of plays into it too. But uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going with the Lions outright. Definitely not a bad pick. I, I just think I trust, I think I, the most trust, trust the defense. more. I trust the Cowboys defense and mm-hmm. I trust the Cowboys running game enough to win the game. But I don't think they'll win by more than a touchdown because of that. But, because of the quarterback play and the Lions have an explosive offense. Yeah. I just got an update on my phone from CBS Sports. And I didn't look at the headline. It just said Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers. My heart kind of sank. But then I, it was like NFL trades that should happen. So we're, we're, we're in the clear. We're good. We're good. We're all good. 
What, what's the next game you want to pick? Or is it my it's turn? Yours turn. We oh, got it's two my games turn. Left. We, got two ga- we have two games left, and you get to pick which. Well, technically, you pick for both of us. So Okay, well, let's see here. What do I want? We'll leave Sunday night for the finale, all right? All right. And I'll go. We'll do Browns versus the Ravens. Ravens are six-point home favorites. Yes, right? sir. Yeah. Ah, man, this is honestly. The Ravens, it could go either way for them. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. But. So could it for the Browns, but I don't know. This is this is a this is normally a stay away game. Like if I if I was looking at it, you know what I mean. Like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch this with a ten foot pole. But here we are. So I, I have to got to do something. You gotta make a pick on record here, buddy. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna go with the Cleveland Browns on this one. Jacoby, Brissett. do you have them winning or do you have them like the Ravens winning and the Browns covering? I'm taking the Browns to win. I'm gambling a little bit. I know it's not necessarily probably the 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 standout pick but i mean i'm just the ravens for to me especially after last week just blow games in the second half i cannot cannot stress that enough they almost blew it to the Bengals. i know they won but they almost blew it to the Bengals. they blew it to the dolphins the bills almost to the Bengals. blew it to the giants the new york football giants first year with a new head coach are five and one and i think they're gonna blow it to the browns i think jacoby Brissett keeps the game tight and their defense holds it together, and I think the Browns win. I'll take the Ravens and the points. You know, call me stubborn. I know I picked the Ravens. The Ravens did me dirty last week. <laughs> um, but for me, it comes down a couple facts. One, the Ravens have historically always just killed the Browns. I think there's a little psycho- psychological warfare going on with that. Uh, I think the Browns are in complete shambles. They're 2-4. and four. They just got absolutely dominated at home by Bailey Zappi on the Pats. Yeah. And I just think the Browns' defense is really bad. Like, Miles Garrett is a, arguably, could you make a case that he's one of the best, or if not the best defensive player in the league? You're saying collectively as a defensive unit. It's it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Their, their, their uh, communication is terrible. All the NFL analysis roast him weekly about it. Mm-hmm. They never seem to be in the right spots to make a play. Uh, they get the ball just run down their throat, and that's what Baltimore likes to do. I think Lamar will have a bounce-back game. I think we'll see September Lamar again. And I think this game really isn't going to be that close. I think the Baltimore defense matches up pretty well with the Browns' offense in the terms of they have a solid run defense, and I think... With Jacoby Brissett, he'll always throw you one or two. You just got to catch him. Right. Uh, and they have Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey. So mm-hmm. just the, the the Ravens have owned the Browns for as long. The whole John Hallbar era, I think Lamar is hearing the critics. And, again, he wants to get paid. I think he'll bounce back. And I just think this Brown, uh, the Browns' defense is just so, so bad. I, I just can't. I can't trust the Ravens, really. Because of what they did to me the last week and over the last month. Yeah. But I'm not... I, this is... At the, least the Giants... Like, at least the Giants had, like, a formula of, like, they have a good defense and Daniel Giants doesn't turn the ball over. Jacoby Brissett is turning the ball over and they have a horrific defense. Right. The only, the only thing... That but the, when Brissett's been on, he's been on. He's... Yeah, but he You can't argue that. I mean... He hasn't been... No, he hasn't been good. He's been bad. He's bad. There have been a couple highlight games, and I think this will be one of them. I, th- I think. Uh, I think. I guess this past defense. I mean, I know they're not ranked well, but they they go, they go after the ball. I, I I just 
It's tough. I'm, I'm talking you out of this right now. What'd you say? I'm definitely talking you out of this. No, I'm taking the Browns. I'm not changing my mind. I no, just it's, no. it's 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 this is a game I would stay away from, like hundred percent. This is a, yeah, a, the I defenses th- have both failed the team pretty much in the second half. I don't think the Ravens defense has failed as much as I think the Ravens offense has just completely fell they apart. Stall. But again, the the I don't trust the Browns defense. I don't trust Jacoby Brissett. I'm gonna put my faith in Lamar one more time. Don't do me dirty. <laughs> Ravens minus six, the pick. Uh, so five down, one to go. Our sixth pick in the extreme NFL edition of the the Buffalo podcast, betting on the Bills. Uh, Sunday night football. Uh, Pittsburgh Miami. What a trash game. Yeah, really for trash. Prime time. Come on. Thursday night football is Arizona New Orleans, and Monday night is. Chicago and New England, or it's New England, Chicago. It's one of those two. I can't remember. Another throwaway game. Another throwaway. Just a really just horrific primetime schedule. And I think this is an interesting selection because I think Tua is playing. He His status just changed from questionable to healthy. He oh, is did. playing. Yeah. yeah, I'll take the Dolphins. I, I don't think this. Uh, the Dolphins are four and a half point favorites. I don't think this is. Listen. There's no home, there no quote unquote temperature home field advantage for sure. this game though. It's still gonna be hot and humid. Eight twenty p.m. though, it's gonna be a nice summer night. You know, Who, who's guarding Tyreek Hill? Who's guarding Jalen Waddle? The same guys that got torched by Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs. Get a point. Like, and then we talk about they did shut down Mike Evans though completely, and they shut down Godwin pretty good. They had a good game, but they they did. I mean, that's that's kind of I don't trust. The, listen, their pass defense is alright, but I think their run defense. You think? Uh, Listen, the the Bills are able to run them a little bit. I think they don't have anyone that can match up with Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddell. If Tua's back, that's the Dolphins' best quarterback. He was playing at a high level before he got you know that concussion. I think it's pretty clear that the Dolphins have advantage. Also, if offensively the Dolphins have advantage, and the Dolphins like the Dolphins have a very solid defense. Yeah, and they're very blitz happy and. I had to look uh, if Kenny Pickett's going to play because I know he's in concussion protocol. I think Trubisky's playing. Either way, okay, well, I have a point for both then. I mean, we all know Mitch Trubisky doesn't like pressure, and Kenny Pickett's a rookie. So if either of them are play, they're going to get blitzed, 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 blitzed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Pickett today was a full participant, so he's basically almost in concussion protocol. Even if he plays, Do you think they leave Trubisky in, though? No. But listen, he's gonna face like cover zero. People are gonna have to get open one on one coverage. I think I don't. The Steelers' offense line isn't great. I think the quarterbacks will be under duress all game. It doesn't matter which one it is, and they're gonna toss. They're gonna turn the ball over, and I don't think anyone's gonna be able to stop Tyree Kill, who is arguably the offensive player of the year with third of the way through the season. So, give me give me the Dolphins in a ten point win. Yeah. You honestly changed the way I was thinking a little bit because I was thinking I didn't realize Kenny Pickett was going to be the one to be playing. Well, even if it's you, does Mitch make that big of a difference for you? I I think he does. But but, but 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 look, Mitch before he got benched wasn't allowed to do what he was no, wanting to do. No, that's not true. He they wouldn't let him call an audible. There are so many plays where you see a wide receiver get open late, and Mitch is just when he sees contact just falls down. Mm-hmm. He's not going to stick in there and throw the ball. That's always been Mitch's problem. The toughness aspect of Mitch is just not there. He won't stay in the pocket to stay in there for a half second longer to get your wives here a half second more in the route. He doesn't see the field well. And the Dolphins aren't going to let him sit back there and pick him apart. They're going to come after him. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. 
it's tough because they did have a good game against the Bucks last week. They did. Listen, credit to them. Credit them. Mm-hmm. But can they replicate that against? Can the they replicate? Can they replicate that and against a better defense? I would say arguably the same defense. I think Tampa is a good defense. Uh, I'm sticking with my gut. I'm I don't. Going with the Steelers. I, I don't think the Steelers will be able to move the ball like they did against Tampa with those four third down conversions. That was so fluky. I. I. I'm, when is the Tampa Bay defense ever going to four straight third and long conversions? I don't know, man. But you know what I say any given Sunday. So I'm going with the Steelers. Dude, but why? Because I have faith in Trubisky. But in the I just game told you why last Trubisky, week. I just told you why Trubisky. Would, I don't even think Trubisky's going to play. I think it's going to be Pickett. I understand. Either way, they both had a lead at one point. Like they both. Played well against a good defense. Kenny did not play well. Arguably the same defense. They were still up, though. Arguably the same Literally defense, like well. you said. Right, but still the rest of the offense. And I think they will be able to replicate that one more week against the I don't understand this. I don't understand this pick. You know, there's certain other picks this this week that you made that I've, I've respected. This one, I, I, don't, I don't understand how you could sit there and think the Steelers are going to win. Listen, I just have a feeling. I, I It's like I had a feeling against... Yeah, or, but what, what do the Steelers do that... It gives them an advantage defensively or like offensively. Said, last week, they did extremely well on those third down conversions, third and long conversions, when Mitch did roll out of the pocket and wait for a throwing lane to open up, and he didn't just collapse for the pressure. Yeah, but That's, they're not going to let them do that. The Dolphins are going to blitz him if they do that. If he, They're going to blitz him. I, I still think I'm I'm dude, you're not changing my mind. I'm I, Yeah, I did really just did. I, I you did. tried changing my mind about the Ravens last week and look what happened. And Right. Here I am again. I'm going with the Steelers over the Dolphins, outright. I think the Steelers will. You don't think the you don't think they're just gonna like the Dolphins are gonna win, but the Steelers are gonna cover. No, I I want I, dude. When I pick a team, I want them to win. I don't want them to just cover. I I want the Steelers to win. I I I I would. Granted, this is gonna be an even game. I think this is gonna be close. But I I think the Steelers Mike Tomlin's coaching will be able to do it. I I, I just think no one's gonna be able to stop Tyreek Hill. Who, who's gonna, Dude, again, the they per- stopped no, no, no. Mike Evans. No, they stopped no, no. Godwin last okay, week. They said, shut him down. You're acting like those dudes are Tyree Kill. M- Mike Evans is fantastic. Yeah, but that dude ain't Tyree Kill. He's not that fast, but guess what? Who, Tyree Kill versus Levi Wallace, who you got? Oh, Ty- Tyreek, yeah. Okay. But Jalen I, Waddle versus whoever the other corner's going to be. Jalen Waddle, I... I he's, fifth they, in, they, he's fifth in the AFC in receiving. I, I think he's fifth in the entire NFL, actually. I understand. And that's not even going to change my pick. Because, again, I'm going to say exactly what I said last week, any given Sunday. Anything can happen. The Dolphins could have a fluke bad game, and the Steelers could win. I have that gut feeling well, right now. Well, why are you betting on that? Because I bet on it last week, and look it. Who's got the better overall record now, buddy? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, you know. We just got to let it pan out. It, it, it's what it's about, though. It's it's a little bit of a rush. I, I it's, it's, it's exciting, to, for me at least, to pick a team like the Steelers that fringe, like, could they do it, could they not, like – it makes me want to watch that game and root for a team. I mean, it's just at the end of the day, that's what it's about. And, you know, hopefully something good comes out of it. But if it doesn't, I mean, hopefully these other games hit at that point. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. I have this gut feeling that the Steelers will be able to do it just based off the performance last week. But I hope they can replicate. But definitely not the strongest pick I have on the board right now. I will admit that to you. All I right. will admit that. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But we'll see. Ex- that, exciting week ahead. Yeah, no bills, so we can just watch. I mean, exactly. We're just gonna res- be watching put, games put, anyway. Put NFL red zone on the whole Sunday. Exactly. Let it roll. Let them roll through the red zone. But that is gonna do it for the Buffalonian podcast. Betting on the Bills Extreme NFL Edition. I've been Joe Kelly, and I've been joined by Dom Loss. And Dom, 
What are you going to say this week? There's no bills. Oh, you're right. <laughs> hmm. How are you going to end it? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. <laughs>